Welcome to the Diesel Spirit Podcast. I'm Roger Michael Morello. This is a podcast dedicated to inspiring you in the areas of personal development, personal growth, self-help, and transformational thinking. Hope you guys are doing well. Today, I want to talk about a topic around, you know, the advantages in life. Look, we all have to run this race that we call life. And not everybody starts at the same point. And no matter where you start, the only thing that matters is how you finish. And we all still have to run our race, regardless of your resources, regardless of your support, regardless whether or not you started further behind than others. We all still have to run that race. And I want to start with a little excerpt here. True advantage. Many people had so much given to them, advantages I never knew or had. They come into the world with great families, great parents, good foundation, and advantageous resources. Many would consider them blessed and highly favored. Me? I had to grow legs before I could even start walking. Life is one big psychological warfare you put on yourself. The most important conversations I've ever had were with myself. I started to flip the script in my head. My life was the perfect training grounds for where I was ultimately going to go. I'm driven by imagining just how much further could I go given the fact that I wasn't given shit. Given I started so much further behind. Passing by those that were given so much more advantage than I was. Imagine that. The more I evolved, I realized that I was actually given the advantage because I was given no advantage at all. God broke the rules to bless me. And this is something I'm, I'm very passionate about in my life. You know, I've had to do a lot of self-talk, a, a lot of understanding kind of where I came from, the circumstances of my life. I've been through a lot of struggle early on. Uh, a lot of times where it was easy to play the victim. I looked at my life in a way that I would always question why I didn't have certain things, why I didn't have certain resources. I, I would almost envy other people that seem to have so much more advantage and, and seem to start with so many more resources, uh, a loving family that, you know, I, I didn't grow up in this, you know, Brady Bunch type household. Not, and not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, but look, you know, I, I grew up in uh, Stratford, Connecticut. And, you know, my, my parents probably should have never got married in the first place. And their marriage quickly broke apart. Uh, I was very young. I mean, my mother was holding me in her arms when, uh, when you know, my, my father was flipping out, you know, flipping over tables, uh, just acting like an asshole. Uh, you know, I, I, I have, you know, memories of him that uh, aren't very favorable. I mean, you know, he, he just wasn't any type of, of father figure, didn't teach me anything about life, didn't teach me any sort of um, values that did me any good in my life. Didn't teach me shit, really, except, you know, how to basically not be a good father and, and, and what type of man uh, really you shouldn't be. You know, he was an average guy, average thinking man. Um, he was a painter. He worked, he worked for his brother. Um, 
and, and just just had a, a very uh, average mindset, uh, and 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 he was very driven by his emotions, um, and just didn't really have a lot of control. You know, and my my mother was very much the same. Uh, you know, she was she was just you know they she just didn't really have a lot of knowledge that she can instill in me either as it relates to a lot of the things that I'm doing today, the, the path that I would ultimately take in life. So right out of the gates, I kind of grew up in an environment where I wasn't really getting taught a lot of valuable lessons about about life and about money and about finances and about a lot of different things that serve me well today. Everything that I know today, I had to teach myself. I had to find the information from the outside and I had to bring it to the inside. And I had to literally change everything that I've ever known. And I had to graft it like skin into my mindset and into my way of thinking because it didn't exist prior. Anything and in, in, in everything that I was ever taught prior or the lack thereof of everything that I wasn't taught should have confirmed a much different path, should have confirmed a much different uh, way of living for myself today. And for a long time it did. Much of my life from when I was very young growing up was, you know, I was a fish out of water trying to find my way, trying to find some understanding, trying to figure life out. And life kicked the shit out of me for a long time. I was just bouncing around, you know, I was getting beat up by life all over the place. When my parents split up when I was very young, I moved into, uh, as an adolescent, uh, you know, my, my, I moved away from my mother. She had a new marriage, you know, once they split, I didn't get along with her, her, uh, you know, her new husband and he was an asshole. Um, I mean, I, you know, no, no one likes the guy and, uh, I, I didn't get along with him. So I moved away from, from there. And this was when I was about 12 or 13 years old. I moved to a new town. I went to a new school. And my father happened to live, I hadn't talked to him for many years, probably seven years or so. My father lived in the same town that I moved to, this new town, um, interestingly enough. So I went and I stayed with him uh, for a summer. I knocked on his door, hadn't seen him since I was a young kid and my parents separated. Uh, and he was, he was more or less like a stranger to me. Um, you know, we kind of sat down and talked and, you know, and I really, there was really no genuine interest there. Uh, it really, I was, I was just, you know, I was 13 years old at the time I had nowhere else to go. And I decided that I wanted to stay with him because he was really no time. He didn't give a shit about anything. He didn't care what I did. There was no type of guidance there. I mean, he, he was just a very pathetic man. So, but once I understood this about him, it wasn't until later on in life that I really, I started to understand and be able to put him into context and put my mother into context and put how I, how, you know, how I grew up and, 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 and all of these belief systems and, and 
the way my parents thought and the way they lived their lives. It wasn't until later on in life that I was able to put that into context. But from when I was 13, I got into a lot of trouble. I was getting suspended from school. I was getting straight F's in school. Um, my relationship with my mother all but ended. You know, I was out of her hair. She was off to the races with her new relationship and she didn't give a fuck. And my, you know, my father, he, you know, like I said, he just really didn't pay much attention. Uh, he was remarried as well, had some girlfriend who hated my gut. She had five kids, you know, and he was really kind of more preoccupied with them. So when I came into the picture, I kind of put a little bit of a wrench in that, particularly for his girlfriend. So I didn't get along with her. But again, like I said, I was too young to go anywhere else. I had nowhere else to go. So, you know, I got involved with a lot of bad kids, people I shouldn't have gotten involved with, you know, doing drugs at a young age as an adolescent, getting drunk, you know, just doing a lot. Of, I was just from a very young age, right from the rip from the beginning, you know, I, I was headed for, for failure. I was headed for the type of life that, you know, uh, I mean, just wasn't desirable, especially, I mean, looking back, considering where I find myself today, it definitely wasn't an ideal beginning as it relates to, you know, the start of this race that we call life. And it wasn't until, you know, I got into football that kind of kept me somewhat straight on solid ground. It helped me feel good about myself. It gave me some sort of purpose. It taught me, you know, a little bit about discipline and, and, um, it, it was, it was something productive to do outside of getting into trouble and through playing football, I, you know, I got into weightlifting and, and, and that, and I took a real interest to that. I took a very big liking to that. And I was just in the gym all the time. It was an outlet for me. It was something that I can do that didn't get me into trouble. It made me feel great about myself. It made me feel stronger because I got bullied a lot as a kid as well. And it made me feel like I can protect myself and it gave me confidence. And you know, all the things that weightlifting does for, for people as it relates to their mindset and their confidence and you know, their ability to kind of handle life and go at life. So it was teaching me these, these things as a young age. And from a very young age, I took a liking to, eventually took a liking to, to bodybuilding. I got, you know, I, I quit the football team, you know, and I met a man that would be, you know, my, my mentor and he would help me with bodybuilding. Um, and, you know, we, we would go on to, to, he would help me win, you know, a state uh, title, Mr. Connecticut when I was 18. And then when I was very young, uh, at 19, I competed in Mr. America contest after a state, after a state championship, um, teenage Mr. America contest in Cleveland, Ohio, and I placed uh, second place. And then I trained for a whole year. I became very focused, and it it was really during this year of my life when I was you know eight, when I was 19 years old. And I wanted to win this contest. I wanted to win this this national contest, the Teen Mr. America. And I just dove into that 100%. And I became 
very straight and narrow. I became very disciplined. I became very uh, obsessed with this bodybuilding title. And I did and I won. I came back a year later and I won the whole thing. Um, and I've, I, you know, I felt very accomplished. I felt great. I, I, I started to think differently about my life and my, and the possibilities for my life. Um, it was like a talent that I had discovered, uh, something I felt that I was good at. And the problem is that my life outside of bodybuilding was, was hell. My life outside of bodybuilding was very unstable. It was very unstructured. Um, even though I was, I was, you know, I was doing better in school because, you know, my mentor, as a uh, as a requirement of him helping me with bodybuilding, he wanted me to get my grades up, and I did. And I, you know, I brought my grades up um, to, you know, A's and B's, and 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 you know, but I was doing very well in bodybuilding. My parents still didn't give a fuck, really. Um, they they didn't really uh, show much interest in that. I, I mean, they, you know, my my life was very difficult outside of the gym. And I found myself at 19 years old, uh, you know, that with the situation deteriorating so much at my father's house, and I, you know, his 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 girlfriend actually didn't like the fact she she was resentful towards the fact that I was actually starting to do well I was starting to do well in school and I and I I found this this passion that I had that I was doing well in um and her son was basically a loser she she kind of she was just very immature in her, her thinking um I had to leave there and I left there and I went to New Jersey to stay with uh the only sister that I have um, and she had a lot of issues going on in her own and that stay was very short-lived. Um, and you know, I found myself now in New Jersey. I had just turned 20 years old. Um, and I would live there for three, you know, three to four years. And it was during these three to four years that I had just kind of fell off a cliff, um, because life had swallowed me up and I had nowhere, you know, I had gotten my first apartment. I had gotten some job. And, you know, I was struggling. I was struggling hard. And I was doing anything and everything that I could just to survive, really. I was taking any job that I could. You know, I worked some some bullshit construction job as a laborer. You know, I remember, you know, they, they would, I mean, I was making 10 bucks an hour. And, I mean, they would work me to death. And I just was, I, I absolutely just hated my life. And I, I fell off a cliff. I got involved with a lot of bad people. I got involved with, you know, different women I shouldn't have gotten involved with and just people that had bad influences. And I became the complete opposite of what I was at 19 years old. You know, I had a little, I had a little glimpse of, of what I should strive to be. And, and, and I was for a little while and life had a way of kind of humbling me down and putting a lot of struggle and putting a lot of burden. And see, the, the thing of it is, is that it's, it's not until later in life that you understand how these struggles that you face in your life are actually teaching you valuable lessons that you're going to use later on, are teaching you things that 
when you're in it and you're in the storm, you don't understand because you're going through hell. You're, it, it, it sucks. You're feeling pain. There's a lot happening that, you know, you're feeling sorry for yourself. And I did. I felt very sorry for myself. I felt like I had nobody. I felt like, you know, I felt lost. I felt very scared. You know, at 20 years old, I was kind of thrown into the world. I didn't, you know, I didn't know shit. And I didn't have anybody that really kind of taught me the way and taught me how to handle life. And I went on a downward spiral. And it got to a point where, you know, I was using drugs on a regular basis and I was drinking on a regular basis. And, you know, there were times where I just didn't want to live anymore. I didn't understand the point. And it was through these struggles that later on in life, particularly even today, I still remember. And I remember what I went through. And I didn't like it at the time and I wouldn't have I wouldn't have chosen it at the time. But today I understand how those struggles can work into my everyday life. Because when I struggle today and I have, you know, I have a adversity today I remember what I overcame and I remember just how low I've been and I understand how to use different advantages today that I didn't have then that I created for myself so I would ultimately leave New Jersey I would find my own way out I saved up enough money to finally come back to Connecticut and get my own apartment, you know, and then I would get married, thought my life was better. You know, I thought I was living in a way that I was supposed to live the way everyone else was living. Because the, the way success looks like to the, you know, to, to a lot of people is, you know, you you, you know, you marry into this, this family and you, you get, you know, you have this, this, this picture perfect, uh, situation, you know, with a, a, a house or a condo and the cars and, and all of this shit. And that would ultimately teach me some very valuable lessons about, about life as well, as that would fall apart. Um, you know, I realized that that wasn't, really the life for me. It wasn't the way that I wanted really to be living. And it didn't make for a great relationship, of course. And of course, the person I was married to at the time, you know, I mean, she was having affairs with multiple people um, and living a double life for for many years. Um, And when you go through that, you feel a lot of pain and you feel a lot of sadness. I mean, shortly after that, I mean, I remember, you know, I would start to go out again 
and I'd be in the middle of like this nightclub that, you know, my friends at the time would take me out because, you know, that's what people do when you have a breakup. Everyone wants to take you out and they want to they kind of, you know, want you to go out and, and meet people and, and, and all this shit. And, you know, I, I would break down crying in the, in the middle of a, of a nightclub because I started to understand that that's not it's just not I'm not interested in that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what I wanted. There, there's something that's missing. And I sure as hell wasn't going to find it there. You know, you've got to get to a point with anything where you just kind of fall out with it. And you're just tired and you're done. And you know you want to move in a different direction. You might not necessarily know what that direction is, but you sure as hell know it's not where you are. You don't want to stay where you are. And it was that experience in that one night in a nightclub where I that was the last time that I ever went out in a nightclub and it was at that point that I started to explore and I started to try to find you know myself and find put myself into some sort of context and I stayed I stayed single for a long time I stayed single for three or four years um I had like short little relationships in between here and there um but I always knew that I mean I was always I was always dedicated to myself first and moving my life in a direction that I needed it to go and to be happy and content with the way I was living and, 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 and not being influenced by somebody else's family or some, or, you know, some relationship moving me. And I was always consciously aware of not losing myself for somebody else or for anything else, which is why, you know, slowly but surely I, I, you know, I left the job that I was in and I left you know, obviously once that relationship ended, it freed me up. It freed me up and it allowed me to kind of take my head out of my ass and start to look at myself and start to look at my life and really dissect it and really start to understand how I was living. And it really helped me understand and it opened me up to new possibility and new opportunity and trying new things. And it was only through that process that I was able to discover more about what I really want out of life. And it's through those struggles and adversities that later on I understand that they were teaching me valuable lessons that I didn't get when I was younger, that you can only learn through experience, that you can only learn through the trials and tribulations of life. Whereas today, I accept the struggle. I accept adversity. I accept pain. And I accept these things as a valuable part of the process to evolving as a human being and evolving uh, as a person There is no growth without struggle. There is no growth without pain. Pain serves a valuable purpose in the evolution of your character and the evolution of what you will ultimately become. And I didn't have a lot of advantages early on. And I didn't have a lot of advantages along the way. 
you know, I had a, I had a fight for everything. I had a fight for who I am. I had a fight to become someone different every step of the way. You know, I had to overcome serious hurdles even as a young kid and not having the, you know, the type of foundation that most people have. I had to overcome, you know, going from winning these bodybuilding championships to becoming a complete fucking loser again. Doing drugs. Hanging out with the wrong type of people. I spent nights in jail. I mean, I became the complete opposite. Then I had to reinvent myself again. I had to become someone else. And I had to unlearn those behaviors and, and, I, and, I, and I had to try to discover something better. And I had to learn from those mistakes that I made from when I was, you know, an ignorant, young, dumb and stupid 20 year old being influenced by the wrong people and the wrong things and not understanding how that was damaging me. And to be honest with you, it's not even that I didn't understand it. I just didn't fucking care because I had checked out on life and that'll happen to you. You take enough hits. If enough things happen to you and take enough losses, you get used to losing and you develop this mindset like, fuck it. And that's hard to break out of, but I had to break out of that mindset. And I did. And I thought I was living a good life. You know, I thought I had learned from those lessons and I had gotten involved with somebody and another family that was a very close knit family and everything seemed great. You know, every, everything seemed like that, like that was right. And I realize now that it wasn't for me, maybe for some people it is, you know, but for me, It just, it kept me, it kept me stuck in a, in a position in my life that I, I didn't want to be in, that I didn't understand. I didn't want to be in until I was in it. And then I wanted to get out. See, sometimes you can beg so hard for something and you can want something so bad. And then you don't want what you get once you get it. So I had to reinvent myself after that. And I had to try to understand and learn from that experience and learn from those mistakes and reinvent myself again. And once I did that, I was more able to now understand how those different things, I flipped the script in my head on what I was experiencing and what I did experience. And today I, I reflect on, on, on each point in my life and I reflect on where I started and where I am today. And I only know that I'm on the right path because I've been on so many wrong paths. 
I've gone in so many directions that weren't the right direction to go in. So having no advantage really is the best advantage of all because it's through having no advantages that you're put under strain and struggle and you're forced to look for answers and find a path that isn't, isn't clear, that isn't set you know, right in front of you, easy just for you to walk down. And when you don't have it easy and you don't have it all perfectly lined up and you don't have all of these valuable, you know, resources and these, these, these loving close fit, you know, close knit, you know, family that you can, you know, lean back on this solid place to call home, you know, or this, this, just this, this environment that allows you to just flourish from a very young age to where you don't have to experience a lot of pain and you don't have to experience a lot of struggle. It allows you to become stronger and more capable than you would otherwise. So everything that you see in me today is a product of everywhere that I've been. Everything that I've seen, everything that I've experienced, that I remember. So there isn't a lot that can really bother me today. There really isn't a lot that that I experienced today that I can't mentally handle because of what I've already handled and I've overcome. I can go back and I can look at it and I can say, you know, God, you know, I remember when, you know, I was 19 years old, 20 years old, 21 years old, and I was struggling like hell. And I was, you know, I remember when, you know, I was, I was sleeping on any couch I could and I was spending night in jail and I was lost as fuck and I didn't know what direction to take and I was scared and I realized that no one was going to come and help me no one was going to save me it was either I saved myself or I just lay down and die and I dug myself out of that see I understand now that a lot of the circumstances of my life from the beginning all the way up until today it's all just a product of the story that I was telling myself in my head and it's so true you know look life is just one big psychological warfare that you put on yourself and all the most important conversations I've ever had were with myself not with somebody else not through somebody else not listening to somebody else's interpretation of who I am, not listening to someone else's perspective on what direction I should take or who I should become or how I should think. By looking at my fucking self in the mirror and by trying to understand who I am for me, 
by dissecting myself piece by piece, layer by layer, all the way down to my core. And once I started to do that, and I started to understand more about who I liked being, what kind of person would I truly be proud of? What kind of person do I admire? You know, what kind of person would act in ways that I would find appealing? And once I developed all those characteristics and I started to embody them, I started to love myself more. But it wasn't until I got, I looked, I started to look inside that I was able to then start to become who I needed to become to respect myself more, to love myself more. And to be the person that I always wanted to be. And once I became that person, I protected at all costs. And I'm always consciously aware of the fact, you know, of, of you know, am, am I, look, am I, am I starting to move away from this person? Am I starting to walk away from this person? Because my whole life I had to fight hard to become that. My whole life, experience after experience after experience, I had to flip the script in my head and tell myself a different story. And I had to get myself to believe a different story. Because because no one else can do it for you. No one else can make you believe something that, you know, that deep down in your heart in your core you just don't believe. Oftentimes people misunderstand me and they ask, you know, hey, you're so serious all the time. Why don't you smile more? You know, you're never smiling. And look, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that smile all the time and it's the smile is fake as fuck. And, you know, look, they're not anywhere near as happy as I am. And their smile, a smile only tells you so much about a person. What you're seeing is passion. You're seeing determination and passion because the thought of knowing what where my life should have gone and what my life could have been based on where I started running my race and and where I can ultimately now go it just drives the shit out of me every single day to know that I wasn't given any real you know advantages early on and it's not until today as a grown man that I can look back and understand that understand the difference and that's what drives me even more knowing that like look you know I wasn't I didn't start out with anything exceptional or anything fantastic anything that should have confirmed that you know hey look you know what later on in life 
you know, you're going to be a millionaire or later on in life, you're going to, you're going to, you know, own, you know, millions of dollars in, in real estate assets. No, nothing confirmed that. Nothing confirmed that. The only thing my life from a very early, from, from the start confirmed was that I was going to be an average person living an average life, doing average things with an average mentality. Because that was my environment. That was my life. And that's what I lived for a very long time. And it drives me to know that I can go from from there. And I can go from that starting line. And I can pass people. I can catch up to people and I can pass people whose starting line was way, way, way up further. And even though I started all the way the fuck back here, I'm passing these motherfuckers every day. Every day. Week by week, month by month, year by year. And ultimately, at the end of the race, I'm going to be a lot further along. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to win that race. Because I didn't let how I started dictate how I was going to finish. And that's what every single one of you need to do that don't feel like, you know, that you, you, you've had any special advantage or don't, you know, feel like you're not worthy of certain things in your life because of the circumstances of your life from day one or, and, and any, any circumstances as they existed from day one between day one and today, you can flip the script on that by start telling, you know, yourself a different story and the story is going to change when your beliefs start to change, when your perspective starts to change. And the only way your beliefs and your perspectives are going to change is when you start putting yourself into situations and start challenging yourself to do more and to be more and to strive for more and to go after things that you didn't think possible. And eventually, small wins, little wins here and there add up. And confidence compounds and builds. And you find yourself doing more and being more. But first, that starts with a mindset that you're not going to accept what you've been given. And you're not going to accept the circumstances as you know them. As you've known them your whole life. So I'm driven by the idea that I'm going to be more than I was supposed to be. And when it's all said and done, I'm going to be content and happy knowing that I didn't leave anything on the table. And part of what drives me so much today and why, you know, I've had an obsessive work ethic as it relates to 
you know, building my real estate business because that real estate business is something that as far as I'm concerned, I wasn't supposed to have. I wasn't even supposed to be in line for that. I wasn't even supposed to have that opportunity. It wasn't supposed to happen. Half the time, I don't even understand how it happened. But when I saw the opportunity, I saw the door open. You know, I, I, I saw an opportunity to, to go up, to look up, to, to, to strive for something beyond myself. Beyond the parameters of my, of, of my beliefs. I walked in that direction. I moved. I ran. And I didn't care about anything else. I lived in I lived in solitude for a long time. I didn't go out for a long for years. I stayed single for years. All I did was work on my mindset and work on myself as I was building that real estate business. Because I needed to reinforce those positive thoughts and I needed to reinforce what I was thinking and what I was believing about the direction that I was moving in because it got hard and it got challenging. And it was a tremendous struggle. And when that started to happen, I started to fall back at times where my mindset would play tricks on me and it would, it would try to remind me, hey, you're that fucked up kid. You're, you're that, you're that, you, you know, you're, you're that, you're supposed to be average. This is why you're struggling here. This isn't meant for you. What, what, I mean, you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of audacity even thinking that you should be, you know, doing this. You didn't come from a, you know, you don't have these types of resources. Like who the hell are you to think that you can have the same things and live the same type of life as some of these, you know, other people, as some of these, these successful people. And I needed to every single day of my life flip the script in my head and I needed to listen to things and I needed to, to consume myself and be obsessed with things that confirmed and reaffirmed what I needed to believe to continue to move in that direction. That was a direction that I wasn't supposed to go from day one, but I went anyway. complete defiance against a mindset that is dead set on keeping you fucking limited forever. And I just refuse to accept it. And I became so driven and I didn't care about anything else. I didn't want to do anything else. There was no such thing as working too hard or working too long or working too much. It didn't exist in my head. Did I get tired at times? Sure. But I kept pushing forward and I kept pushing forward and I kept working and I still do. Because I'm always thinking about how much further can I go? Given that I've had no advantage given that I'm not even supposed to be moving in this direction. How great would it be? Imagine that. 
what if I can do this? Imagine how I would feel. Imagine how much I would respect myself. If, if you know, the larger and bigger I can grow this thing. And that's what it's about. That's what keeps me going all the time. And that's what you're seeing. You're seeing a person that is burying the mindset and the person that he used to be every single day. See, you get burned out and you get tired not because you're you're actually tired it's because you're not doing enough of something that sets your soul on fire you find something that gives you motives and gives you reasons like i've just described and you will find energy and you will find passion and you will find a work ethic that that is drawn out of you that you wouldn't even fucking believe that ever existed. And the further away that I get from the life I've always known, the happier I become. And that's what's most important to me. And that's what comes first always. And I'll never lose that and I'll never I'll never compromise that for anyone or for anything. So don't worry about what your life used to be. Don't worry about how your life started. Don't worry about what someone else has relative to what you have. Don't worry about where you're starting the race. Because you can catch up and you can win in this race of life. As soon as you start believing that you can. So with that, I want to end. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you can follow me Facebook at Roger Michael Morello. Or you can uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Roger Michael Morello. I post daily. Uh, a lot of good stuff on, on social media. Um, please go to, uh, you know, iTunes, uh, Apple podcasts and subscribe to the podcast. Um, look, if you get any, anything valuable out of this podcast, I'd love for you to please, you know, leave a review, um, on, you know, on iTunes, uh, for the podcast. And also, uh, you can go to dieselspiritbook.com if you haven't picked up a copy of the, uh, paperback book. Um, there's also an ebook Kindle format, uh, I'm working on an, on an audio book as well. That's going to be coming out soon. Uh, so you can pick that up as well. And look, I really appreciate you guys listening today. And uh, I'll see you next time. Take care.